Hello and welcome. My name is Angela Montano, and I'm so grateful that you have joined with me on this uh, on this prayer call, prayer on the air, and we are coming together to avail ourselves to the healing power of prayer. So whoever you are, however you are, whether you're live with me now or you're listening to the recording of this call, just take this moment to know you are welcome. And your state of mind, your state of consciousness is welcome. If there's anything I know about prayer, it's that it is all-inclusive. Prayer is always come as you are. Whatever fear or anxiety, whatever happiness or joy, you know, if you feel like you're a mixed bag of so many different states of being that um, change, it's all welcome in prayer. So I know we hear that word welcome a lot, and I'm asking each of us to take it personally. I am welcome. You are welcome. And let us fully engage in this time of prayer from this awareness that we are wanted. I am wanted. You are wanted. We are welcome. So I thank you again for joining me. So if you are on this call because you are signed up to my website, Right now, it's called RethinkPrayer.com. You can also get to it from AngelaMontano.com. And if you sign up to my website, you get the email. So you get the reminders for the prayer call. So let us begin now with our opening This moment doesn't require you to be anything more than you are, and it doesn't require you to be anything less than you are. This moment does not require you to be anything more than you are or anything less than you are. This moment does not require me to be more or less than what I am. So I invite us each and all into a collective agreement that I am, that I am, you are, that you are, and we're all just right. We're just right the way we are. So all those thoughts that I should be different or you should be different, you should be more or less, I should be more or less, or they should be more or less, we're considering as we begin into prayer just our war with what is. And and, and 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 different I find in my practice different ones of us tend to make war in different ways. Some people tend to make war out there with them, 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 and others of us make more more war with ourselves. So whether you're making war with how you think you are and you should be, or how they are and they should be, or how he is and he should be, or she is and she should be. As we move into prayer, we really are considering releasing our investment, our engagement, and choosing peace. One of the lessons in the Course in Miracles is I let peace be my only goal today. When we enter into prayer, we are entering into 
a kind of allowing, a kind of letting go of war and opening to what some mystics might refer to as God realization, realization of truth. So we look to the hills from whence help comes. In, in a sense, we're looking to the higher vibrational frequency of the unified field, non-duality, where all things work together for good. So we be like children to enter the kingdom, Zen mind, beginner's mind. We're opening our heart in a way as we're quieting our combative thoughts. I claim this state of prayerfulness for you and for me. I, of my own limited sense of self, do nothing. I, out of my own thinking, can't get here. Only in my letting go to the deeper love, the deeper wisdom, the deeper joy, the deeper lightness of my being can I allow prayer. So I open, open, open on behalf of you and me to the power of prayer, to miracle-mindedness, to the peace and the love and the joy that is within the very breath we breathe. So may we realize peace and realize love and realize joy just through our letting go and allowing this energy to move through and as us unencumbered. This energy, I might refer to that as life, divine intelligence, God. I accept something magnificent has already happened, that there's already sufficient willingness within each and all of us to experience miracles in this hour of prayer power. Giving thanks for this and so much more, I bless this call. What is to be said is said. What is to be heard is heard. What is to be released is released. And that which is to be is embraced. Amen. 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 So it's really nice, isn't it, to just invite a moment together in prayer and to allow this opening prayer to have its way with us, to have its way with us already. So I invite all of you to say hello, good morning, blessings. I'm going to unmute everyone who's on the on the on the telephone. So one, two, three, you're unmuted just so I can hear your beautiful voices and you can hear one another. So that's so beautiful. And, you know, I, I kind of feel like I'm all alone here, you know, in my office doing this. And when I hear your voices, it's like, oh, my God, I'm not all alone. And I wonder if you have a similar thing like, oh, my God, you know, I'm not alone. And I think that's the truth, is that we walk alone. Uh, the, the, the energy of unconditional love is always all around us, always with us, always within us, always behind us, always ahead of us. And all it ever needs is our attention. And so may we all awaken to the love from which we come, in which we dwell, and to which we go. I bless you all.
So Diane from Wales just writes in, hello, looking forward to this call. Many thanks to you, Angela, and many thanks to you, Diane. Thank you for being here. Your consciousness is valuable. You know, just your being on this call or listening to it, it it's 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 like you're standing in possibility that each of us can open more fully to the love, the peace, the joy, the abundance that is our true nature. So thank you, Diane. Cynthia from Rochester, New York, writes in, Hi, Angela. Blessings to you. Uh, prayer for peace pre and post election and during the election in Los, in, uh, in, in the USA. I almost said Los Angeles. So prayer for peace pre and post election here in the US. So let's begin with that. It's interesting. I've already had a tense moment with a bit of a political uh, discussion. Discussion this morning before this call, and the only person I talked to is my husband. <laughs> so I, I, I thought it was very humbling because I thought, wow, you know, what is this week going to be like if I've already had this moment and I haven't even begun my call? And all I did was do my prayers. Uh, I do a morning meditation and yoga. So I thought, hmm, that, that's uh, that, that that lets me know that prayer is required. I so love the um, this awareness that I had in the email I sent out. Uh, you know, Alfred Lord Tennyson said, more things uh, have been wrought by prayer than this world dreams of. You know, more things have been solved in prayer than this world dreamed of. And I love that, not solved by prayer, solved in prayer. So when I think of praying for you, and me in the U.S., anyone in the other parts of the world having interest in this election, it's really about our being in prayer. I think in that mindset that there's a victim and there's a rescuer, we always want prayer to do it for us. You know, well, prayer didn't get me this, prayer didn't get me that, so I don't believe in prayer. But things are solved not by prayer, but in prayer. So as I pray for us and this country, pre- and post-election, I really am praying for us as a nation to uh, experience the consciousness of prayerfulness. Might I be in prayer throughout this week and in prayer throughout next Tuesday, uh, the day of election, and in prayer afterwards. It's prayerfulness, full of prayer, full of releasing all that is to the deeper law, to the deeper forgiveness, to the deeper compassion, to the deeper, again, as I said earlier, to the deeper love, to the deeper peace, to the deeper joy of you and me. We're calling forth that activation so we can be at cause being. I want to cause the joy, cause the peace, cause the love, right? When I'm in my ignorance, as I was in my moment earlier, I think I'm at the effect. So I get triggered. I'm at the effect. I'm at the effect of the news. I'm at the effect of. When we drop into prayer, we're not living at the effect of. We're living at call. We're living at call. Allowing the deep love that I am and you are. The movement. The verb of love. We're allowing that to call. So it's a lot of letting go of agenda. And it's a lot of allowing 
through faith, that deeper, you know, I'm so often at a loss for words, but it's the deeper loving, the deeper loving. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Cynthia. Thank you. I so appreciate this prayer request. It's probably top of mind for so many of us this morning. And so as we turn within in an awareness that divine intelligence, love, beauty, peace, gorgeousness, harmony, synergy is happening. It's everywhere. Grounded peace beyond human understanding is occurring. Love is radiating from this beautiful earth and it is available for us to just welcome into our body temples and love is coming from all sides and all we have to do is say yes to this invisible movement and realize, ah, this is who I am. This is what I am. And so that analogy of the fish looking for the ocean swimming along is so apropos. We're we're looking for the good news when we're in it and we're of it. So I pray for this deep national, individual and national realization of peace, all things working together for good. I pray for this deep national and international prayerfulness. Could we be full? of communion, full of letting go of division, divisiveness, combat, whether that combat is internal or external. I choose peace on behalf of you and me pre- and post-election. I claim that already on this call, I am, you are, we are enough to allow this beautiful shift to occur in our own consciousness. Peace, be still and know. The I am presence is God, is in charge, is large and in charge. Peace is large and in charge. Love is large and in charge. This is what I accept. Pre and post election here in the United States. May we truly be United States of consciousness, United States of prayer. And so I allow this prayer to fulfill itself. I accept, I speak the living word, the living word delivered to the infallible law of the universe, returning this word fully, fully fulfilled. And so I allow and let it be, and so it is. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. And we'll move to our prayer uh, calls right now. It looks like Jennifer, hello. So what is um, your prayer request? Oh, well, thank you very much for, for that one. That brought up a lot of tears for me um, out of nowhere. <laughs> um, prayer for peace, yeah. Um Thank you. Sorry, I'm I'm trying to. Uh, I am grounding. I'm in the process of grounding myself again. Everybody can hear Jennifer. I just want to make sure everybody hear Jennifer. <clears throat> Maybe raise your hand if you can. I just want to make sure my my new 
stuff is working okay and um, my new sound equipment. So if you can hear Jennifer, I would just so appreciate feedback. I took myself off of my um, earbuds. Is that better? Uh, I can hear you perfectly. I just want to make oh, okay. sure everybody else. Oh, okay. Um, I just felt into this for a moment. Let me see. Okay. So continue on. Yes, everyone can hear you. Okay. So perfect. And that gave me the time to ground. Everything Exactly, exactly. Okay. So earlier this year I um lost my job and um I ended up moving or well coming to Colorado. I kind of did it as a runaway and then I realized that all my problems came with me. I thought the mountains would magically make everything get better. And although they do help and, and heal in a lot of ways, um, I'm, you know, facing all of my stuff now. And um, I feel very supported. God, source, comes in on a regular basis to let me know how supported I am. Um, focusing on, you know, my business and the career as a healer and a teacher and bringing income in again is kind of where I, I, I would like to go with that. And in knowing that I'm always supported, I know that it's going to happen um, but if I could just have clarity of, of which direction, because it's almost like when I came up here, I lost the passion and the drive to, or, or just the clarity of what it looks like, or, or, you know, whenever I go into meditation and I think about what I want my career to look like, it kind of goes blank. I can see the fact that I want to manifest a husband and a child and love and a home. But then it comes to the career and bringing in income and it kind of goes flat. Okay. So you know you would love to um, experience family life with a husband and a child and a home. Yes? Yes, yes. And you you know you would like a fulfilling career, yes? Yes, yes. And you have some idea of what your talents, your gifts, and your strengths are, yes? Def definitely, yes. Cool. So what I, I don't think you need to know more than you know. <laughs> I, I really, so would you? Would you say that your state might be just maybe, would I be correct in saying maybe you, do you feel overwhelmed? I feel like I should be doing something. And yet whenever I go in and try to connect, there's nothing to be done at this point. Yeah. 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 So do, does that overwhelm you? Is it overwhelming to feel like you should be doing something and yet when you turn within, you're not getting, like, go do this or go do that? Is that overwhelming? Yeah. It's it's overwhelming yeah. and it, it doesn't make me feel good about myself. Yeah. 
Okay. So what I, what I think our, what, what I really am really interested in, Jennifer, our prayer for you being, is really the only thing for you right now is to allow. And I know that sounds so passive in a way, but it's, it's like, let there be light. Allow. You know, you're getting these really beautiful, I call them God shots. Like you're getting a lot of nice reassuring universe that you're supported. So lean into that. And it's like, now it's just let it happen. Let it happen. Let these things occur. Let it happen. Um, trust that if you're not getting do this, do that, do this, do that, it's okay. Then there's not this and that to do. I really love the spiritual counsel of Byron Katie when she awoke spiritual, she, spiritually. She just said, just follow the simple instructions. She said, after she awakened, excuse me, <clears throat> after she awakened, the first thing she heard was, go brush your teeth. Just go brush your teeth. Just go brush your teeth. It's so much simpler. Go get the mail. Make the bed. Wash the dishes. Call this person. You are receiving simple instructions, and it's enough. It's enough. So our prayer for you is just allowing, just letting yourself know that you're following the golden breadcrumbs, and it's enough. In a way, I could say our prayer for you today and your prayer for yourself is faith. Yeah. You know, it's just faith that all things are working together for good. You know, your intention of your life, the fulfillment of your career, your home, uh, you know, being married, all of that that you've already delivered to the field. You know, my practitioner that I worked with for years would say um, at times, and when I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. What do I do? She would say, it's an honor to wait on the Lord. It's an honor to wait on the Lord. And I know that statement might sound kind of religious or too religious for some people that don't think of themselves as religious, which I don't think of myself as religious. But for mm-hmm. me, what it meant is it's an honor to just trust in the invisible presence of my own life and all things coming together for good. Does this make sense to you, Jennifer? Does it does it feel too vague? Tell me. It does. It's it's my mind thinking you you should. You should. We should. We should. <laughs> this is what we should be doing. <laughs> and those should thoughts for all of us, those should thoughts, those are we. Those are weeds. I read recently, should thoughts are weeds in your thought garden. Can you imagine if our thinking was like a garden? Can you imagine all the gorgeous thoughts we could think? And yet we we just, you know, I did a lot of weeding in the garden. Well, I don't know if I did a lot, but we had a garden growing up. And one of my, one of my chores was to weed the garden. And, you know, Let's let's let these should thoughts, these weeds go, and let's look at the beautiful, the beautiful thoughts you have growing in your garden. And let's not let the weeds take it over, okay? And just know, everyone, we're doing this call every Monday 
10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I hope you come again, Jennifer, and let's see how it's going. You know, let's see how yes. it's going next week and the week after. Right. So yeah. let us, let us. Okay, so Jennifer, just let yourself be loved up right now. We're all placing our, our love all around, Jennifer. And I just think about, like, exactly describe yourself feeling, Jennifer. I have felt at another time in my life, so um, I just deeply empathize. And just out of this empathy, I just know that where you are, it's just so easy to know that all is well. It's so easy to know that all is in order. It is so easy to know that all things are working together for good. I claim for Jennifer, peace, be still, and the I am presence is God. That there is a divine order unfolding. I claim for Jennifer, just what you were saying in the beginning of the uh call, Jennifer, you said, I just need to ground. And that's really it. I know for Jennifer, a grounding right here and right now in faith, a grounding in assurance, grounding in this awareness. Everything is working together for good within Jennifer's life circumstances. And I'm just blessing her life, blessing her intentions. I claim for Jennifer eyes to see, ears to hear, a heart to feel. Oh, this is working out. Oh, this too, this too. Oh, this is this is happening now. I claim for her the awareness that her life is unfolding according to love itself. Let us affirm this for Jennifer. And as we affirm this for Jennifer, we're affirming it for ourselves. Reassurance is a valid need, and many of us just need that experience of reassurance. I say thank you, and say thank you for this, for Jennifer, and for so much more. So be it, and so it is. Amen, amen, amen. Blessings, Jennifer. I think that's a state we often find ourselves in. Like we want things to look a certain way, and yet they're not looking that way, and we wonder ever will. And then fear and doubt and worry get the best of us. That's when we want to be in prayer. Things are solved in prayer. Chris writes in, I have been overwhelmed with emotion also, cheerful daily. So just like as Jennifer said that, it seems man's inhumanity to man has descended on me in full force with racism, our long history of horrible abuse of Native Americans and other people of color, the sex slave industry worldwide that marches up and down the I-5 where I live, the devastating fires that destroyed thousands of our homes here where I live in Southern Oregon. Oh, God, help. Oh. You know, it's... Bear with me, I'm just... You know, I'm just wanting to center myself as I respond to this.
you know, Chris, you know, you've you've mentioned so many expressions of injustice, of ignorance. And if I were to um, reference the Course in Miracles, which I'm about to, the Course in Miracles says everything good that we see is evidence of the awareness of what the Course in Miracles calls God or divine love. Every child that's sleeping peacefully in a bed right now, every child with a full tummy, with the love and of an adult guardian, you know, every grown-up that is experiencing love from a friend or being thought of, um, everyone with a home, everyone whose home has been burned higher, but other people are coming to help that person. Everything we would think of as good is our awareness of the presence of God. Everything horrible happening, be it an expression of racism, abuse, of any kind, is the perception that God is absent. So for me to do something horrible, I would have to be ignorant of love. So the solution is to presence love where there's a perception of the absence of love. So you mentioned the I-5 and that corridor and, um, you know, reports of the sex slave industry that would be, you know, somehow active on that freeway, which I don't know those reports, but I have no basis to not believe it or believe it. So let's let's say that. On that same freeway, there is someone in prayer. There's you and I in prayer. And and we don't have to feel helpless in relationship to any injustice when we enter into prayer. Remember things are solved in prayer. So our job is to presence love. So if there is some person being taken in some vehicle on the I-5 right now against her will, can you and I imagine active, present love right there? Now, what would be our basis for this? It's just possibility. There have been people that have done horrible, horrible things, and they have awakened to love within them, and they don't do them anymore. Someone driving that vehicle could change their mind now. Now. Someone could find a way to escape from such a vehicle now. Now. In my email last week, I used the quote from John Wellwood, prayer is where the action is. We think, well, the action is happening where these horrible things are. No. The action is in prayer. So through our energy fields, our job is to presence law at these points of ignorance, where these, these points of ignorance are, 
where love appears not. So I enter into prayer on behalf of Chris, on behalf of all that Chris has brought to us and brought to the prayer field today. So I'm knowing right where Chris is. I so relate. It just gets too much hearing about all these terrible things occurring in the world. And and how does one not just get so down as Chris words it, man's inhumanity to man? You know, and so we must place our attention um, on what appears to be man's inhumanity to man. And know underneath that, underneath that, underneath that, there is humanity. Underneath that, there is divinity. Underneath that, Within that, coursing through that, is the vitality, the vitality of miracle-mindedness, the vitality of invisible loving presence. Right now, nothing magnificent is happening as we yield to the invisible divine power of our own capacity to know God is, God is, God is, love is, love is, love is, peace is. And so as I spoke this, you know, referencing Christian mysticism at the beginning of the call, we look to the hills from whence help comes. Help comes. Help comes from that higher vibrational frequency. I claim I'm the space for it. You're the space for it. If not me, who? If not you, who? Where two or more are gathered, love is magnified. And we're magnifying it for ourselves and our worlds, all that is important to you and me. And that, of course, includes people that we don't personally know. It, in, it includes us being with one another. And so I accept a willingness from within my own heart and Chris's to be even more patient, even more non-judgmental, even more kind toward myself and others. Let there be peace and let it begin with me. Let there be peace and let it begin with Chris. Let there be peace and let it begin with all of us. I accept that there may be no more powerful place to be on the earth than participating in this prayer call right now. Prayer is where the action is. So in faith, I release this word to fulfillment to good and greater good, peace and greater peace, more and more awareness of divine love, the awakening of humanity's loving nature. So be it and so it is. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Hmm. So moving to our calls. Uh, Sausalito, California, I don't see a name, 467. Yes, hi, good morning. Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Good morning. I can, I hear you perfectly. Beautiful. Good morning. I'm going to speak from a young part of me. It's not all of me, but I'm not falling apart. I'm coming together. And tell me your name first. I didn't get that. I I said that I 
I'm going to be speaking from a young part of me. That's not all of me, but I'm not falling apart. I'm coming together. And this part wants to say, I'm mad at God, and I don't trust God. And and the bigger part of me knows this part is confused, but I just feel like things shouldn't be this way, and people shouldn't suffer, and I don't understand why things happen, and it doesn't make sense, and it just seems like it should be easier, or if there's unconditional love why don't we have it and why don't I have it toward myself and toward others and I just don't trust God and I want to and I just feel confused that's a beautiful thing for me to speak to Um, can you do you want to share what your first name is or if you don't it's Suzanne Suzanne and okay Thank you. So, Anne, I, 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 Suzanne. I, I just think what you bring forth, Suzanne, Suzanne. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. So, Suzanne, what you bring forward here, I, I just, I think the young parts of, you know, pretty much everybody feels the same way, and I, this is what I believe we're, we're evolving out of. I. Uh, years ago, there was a book written called The, Lo- the Road Less Traveled by M. Scott Peck, and it was on the bestsellers list, New York Times bestsellers list, or it has some record holding in terms of its longevity. And there's a chapter in that book called Life by, um, I think it's called Life by Grace. And, and there's a subsection in that chapter, and it refers to and it's called God is the Alpha and the Omega. God is the Alpha and the Omega. And this idea that God is the beginning and God is the end. God is the beginning and God is the end. This is a a teaching that we see in other uh, world religions as well. Uh, the Omega, the Alpha, the beginning, the end, the end and the beginning. And how this relates what you bring is that we are evolving beyond this parental notion that God is all powerful and we are not. And in this passage in The Road Was Traveled by M. Scott Peck, he says, if any of us postulate that the universe is loving, that the universe is friendly, or God is loving, God is friendly. Anyone who postulates this as theologians do wants to know what is the point. Why are we suffering? Why is it the way it is? You know, if there's some presence that can, you know, just tap on and make everything better, why not happening? So if that's not happening, God must be cruel, insane, right? And yet, if we postulate that God is a loving God, God is the beginning, God is the end, what is the point? It brings us, what are we to do? What are we to do? And the idea he brings forth is that we are evolving to be the nature of God itself. I am, you are, 
If we go with this way of thinking, we are evolving to realize I am the love, I am the peace, I am the joy. And I'm awakening to an awareness of the love no matter what. This requires me to see beyond appearances, judging not by appearances, but going deeper. You know, I've been in situations that many people would think were tragic. And yet in the midst of those moments, the joy has been undeniable. I've been in situations, as perhaps you have, that you would think were completely joyful, but you might not have experienced the joy, even though it appeared. So my point being, joy and peace, these qualities of God are actually independent of circumstance. And they're ours to call. We're waiting, many of us, on some parental energy to do it for us when we're already equipped. You are equipped to bring the love, to bring the peace, to bring the joy in every situation that you're in. Now, a spiritual teacher of mine, Nirvana Gale, who's now passed on, uh, was sharing with us those of us who were his students at this one point about his job. He had a, a job that he went to in the day and he taught spiritual classes in the evening. And he was head of uh, child protective services for Los Angeles. If he wasn't head of it, he had a high position in it. And, you know, he was seeing just the worst abuse that you can imagine. And he was praying that. You know, how can this be, God? How can this be? Where are you? Where are you? You know, why has fast forsaken us, these children? And in a deep, deep sitting in meditation, the realization who God is, I sent you, 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 So, this is a terrifying thought for many of us to think, I'm it? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but I am it. <laughs> so I hope that that helps. Yes, it's very helpful. Yes. Thank you. Because it's, um, I, I know it's a mystery and, and I know it's a beauty and I'm really praying, um, to call Forth the energy to do um, that which supports me being aligned with the divine and being the love and the light and not um, shirking from it out of anger and frustration and hopelessness and going like, it shouldn't be this way. But instead, there's a very deep devotional part of me that that longs for this answer that you shed. So thank you very much. So I just know where Suzanne is right now, the presence of this loving energy is. It's the truth of her being, the breath within her breath. And I bless Suzanne as she awakens to the awareness that she is the peace, she is the joy, she is the love. 
And in every moment that Suzanne forgives herself, in every moment that she just pulls one of those should thoughts from the garden, she is restoring heaven to earth. Her calling in and requesting prayer and is willing to speak from that young part of her. Already she's blessed each and every one of us. Just because she's allowing us to lay that part of us down into, you know, you know, we're laying it down into the prayer field. We're delivering it to the prayer field, laying it on the altar of the Holy Spirit, that part of me that would, you know, shake my to, you know, who's saving me now? Where's my Savior? And then look within to be that which I already am, for Suzanne to be that which she already is. And I know for so many of us, it's so much simpler than we think it is. Just from where we are right now, we be the change we intend. And I know I am, you are, we are capable. We have the capacity for greater love, greater peace, greater joy, greater abundance, greater humor, greater likeness of being than we give ourselves credit for. There's who we take ourselves to be, but there's who we are. Let us be who we are. Let us rise. In the power of our own being. So this and so much more. I'm grateful and thankful. I bless Suzanne. I bless her life. I bless her decisions. And so it is amen. Amen. Thank you so much. You are so, so welcome. So I am now moving on our phone calls again, and Dwayne, I think it's Dwayne. Hello. Hey, I had put star two because I thought that's what you had asked us to do if we couldn't hear you well. And I, I will tell you on my end from the last call, it was a little muffled. I could hear her very clearly, but your end was a little muffled. So I just want to let you know that too. But um, you know that it, it might now do it once again i'm sorry okay you keep going you keep talking to wayne can't continue oh okay because you sounded clearer then whatever you did sounded better than the when you were talking and praying on the last call um no you know okay. our family needs prayer and you have kept us in your prayers and uh i just had a, a joyful time with my kids uh, we went to our sons who since uh, david's illness i had not been able to see their new home that they moved in in february and so uh for those who don't know my husband passed away uh on the 15th so um we just had such a joyful service and everything has been so sweet and it was exactly how he wanted to transition everything we just had such gratitude and such joy. So we just give thanks for that. The hard part begins now, of course. You know, it's like it's it's been long enough that it's time for him to be here, be back with us. But um, that's where we are. But it's but we just have to just be so grateful. Uh, in the last caller talking about. I can so understand that not trusting God because this was a long process. You've been through many years with me with his illness, and he's had this illness, you know, for like 28 years. It was COPD, and then at the end, this breathing was just so bad, and it made me so appreciate every breath. So it gave me a whole new meaning to breathing. 
but um, it was such a joyful time, but I know there were times that I couldn't trust God with him because it's easy for me to trust God for your husband or your kids, but when it's mine, it's like, where do you reach into that depth of trusting for someone you love that you've been with over 50 years? But it was um, it was just such a peaceful thing for our entire family because we had watched him suffer so much. And I even thought, oh, my gosh, coming back into this house with the silence, without the machines going, the concentrator and the air filters, it's going to be so quiet that I think it's going to be horrible. But when I walked in coming back from the mountains from our sons and laid my daughter off at her house, and you know, about 90 miles away, it was so comforting to walk into this house and not hear equipment that had to keep him alive. It was just a real comfort. So um, I just hope that encourages someone in some way. You know, I, I love this moment that you share with us, Dwayne, that you thought it would be one way and it was another. That peace is. And in being with you through this time, through some of the years of, of David's illness, you know, you've been always available to experience the grace and the joy and the well-being in a circumstance that many people would think was only trying. And the way you were able to appreciate your life and David to appreciate really every breath, it really is a testimony to joy is not dependent on circumstance, as I said before. Oh, I mean. And as I think about it, yeah. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, that was all. I was just saying that's so true. Amen to that. Yeah, and and as 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 this love carried you through all of that experience, love is carrying you now. And I I feel like from my end, what I sense the prayer is for you now is very similar to when you walked in the house and you realized and you thought it would be so quiet without the machines and it turned out to be peaceful. I feel like all that you have to do right now, Dwayne, is just show up and see what it's like now. See what it's like. You know, is David gone? Is he gone ahead? You know, what is the love connection that you share with him now? What will it be like? Like, that's all for you to discover. I was very afraid after my mother passed to see if we were connected. I was very scared to turn within to where we loved each other because I thought, well, maybe now that she's gone, the love is gone. Like, I didn't even want to know. Like, I don't want to know. I just want to, I know she loved me. I know I loved her and that's good. I'll just call it a day. I don't want to know if that love is still alive because if it's not, I'm going to be too devastated, you know? But one day I did. I I thought, okay, I'm just going to look. I'm going to look. I'm going to see if mommy and me, if that love is still alive. 
or did it all change? And it was still alive. It is still alive. It is still alive for me. And I just know that for you. And it just takes adjusting. It just takes adjusting. And I do feel, for me, my mother with me. And little things, like I was shopping in TJ Maxx, and my mother always liked these very light, light cotton nightgowns. And um, I don't just don't see them around. I don't know. I see pajamas more. And they had these light, white cotton um Gowns. And of course, I thought of her and I thought of getting one for me and my daughter and I thought of getting one, but I, I wasn't going to. I was going. And then I saw on the little tag uh, for this company that sold these nightgowns was the year she was born. And I just felt her say, get those nightgowns. <laughs> and I did. So, you know, it didn't happen like the day after she passed. You know, it was a little while. You know, I think it took me time to adjust. So just let yourself adjust. It's a big change, of course. It's a big change in your orientation. And I do think the Byron Katie thing I shared earlier, just follow it with the simple instructions. You know, just oh, moment I, by I moment. So re- you're- I'm, I'm sorry, interrupt you, but I so received the prayer. I no, think it was don't. for Jennifer, for Jennifer, where you said to just allow and I have so felt his presence, and so have the kids, you know. And so it's just been, and I am so convinced that love is eternal. So I know that, that there was no separation in that. And to be together, I mean, just be in this house. We've been in this house. We built it with he and his dad and friends and family built this house in 1977. And we have been in this house, and our kids have known no other house than this, except when they, of course, got married. But um his presence is everywhere and i feel it and we have had things like you said to happen like that um he loved coffee and when we were going to our sons my daughter and i she's all of a sudden she had this just strong sense of coffee smell and none of us were drinking coffee so it's been a lot of interesting things and so i do feel so connected and i'm sure i always will just in a different way so um i think it is in the allowing and i'm so blessed and we had such a long time together to say everything, that's another reason we're so grateful that we were able to say everything. Nothing was left unsaid. There are no regrets. I mean, I couldn't have asked for a better situation for a partner to pass. Beautiful. And I think there's a lot of comfort in that. There's a lot oh, of yeah. comfort for you. I feel like that, you know, just it's enough right now just to think about how beautiful it was. Let yourself to adjust to what is, and you, I know, will find your way in the awareness of the love that is still growing even between the two of you, still expanding. Yeah. So I love you so much, Dwayne, and let us, let us pray. So even though Dwayne just pressed star two for me, <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> I'm a little insecure with my new situation here, and so I really appreciate that. But I'm so glad to get to talk to you, and I'm just so glad to have this opportunity for all of us just to wrap our consciousness around Duane, just a wrapping our love around her and David 
In this new configuration of energy in which their eternal love expands and grows, I just know this love is so much more than what we think of as um, this one incarnation, this one body temple. I'm just knowing that this eternal love is present and and just so beautiful, so beautiful. I'm knowing where Duane is as she makes her way in this new, in a way, I feel like it's 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 like a, I almost want to say like I'm getting something like a new lifestyle is coming forward. Yeah. I don't know exactly what that is, but like, you, you know, you're just, there's a new lifestyle. There's going to be a whole different kind of freedom. It's not like you weren't free before and you are now. But there's a different expression of freedom, of love, of peace, of joy. And I'm just knowing that Duane is supported in allowing the animation of this greater freedom that is co coalescing, coalescing. That's what I'm getting, coalescing with this eternal love. I bless Duane. I bless David. I bless her whole family. I say thank you, and so it is amen, amen, amen. Thank you so much. Thank you, Angela. I love you and Fran and Grace. Thank you so much. I so appreciate it. <sighs> so let us see. We have, um, well, it's actually time for our prayer call to conclude. And uh, if you are still calling in for prayer, just know truly, I mean it, your requested, your your prayer is, um, your prayer, prayer request is brought forward into this, um, into this prayer field. So I've got a few people saying my, my, call, my voice is kind of coming and going. So I probably have a little bit to learn with using this microphone and um, I will learn it. I guess it sounds sometimes good and sometimes a bit muffled. So thank you all for your patience as I find my way with this. And uh, let us move into our closing prayer together. Oh, I'm so deeply grateful to know that prayer from the heart can achieve what nothing else in the world can. As Gandhi said, prayer from the heart can achieve what nothing else in the world can. And I know I am, you are, we are here praying from our hearts. I claim that we embrace the themes that have come forward in our call to be. Uh, as I consider them, I felt that there was a lot of bowing. We're just simply allowing God realization, allowing what we already are to be. I feel like there's a theme here for us of not judging by appearances and uh, not getting caught up in the appearance of division, in the appearance of, well, it haven't happened yet, so when will it? Clearly, we're being called to faith, to having faith that all that is required for your fulfillment, for my fulfillment, is already achieved in God. So we're calling forth this deep and abiding faith, faith, allowing. 
I see, too, a theme occurring for all of us in the prayer inner this call, which is at calls. We're at calls beings. When I say that, I don't mean like, oh, I'm so anxious and oh, my God, I'm causing more anxiety. I mean who I am in the deep awareness of love that I can cause that which I intend. I can cause the peace today. I can cause the love simply by allowing it. Let. Let there be light. Let there be miracles. Let there be love. I accept that each person listening is so utterly important. You're important to people who care for you. You're important to the universe itself. Your mere existence is important. And please allow yourself to be important to yourself. And and there's this sense of as we honor our own importance, we're even that much more powerful in thoughts that we animate. We're even more powerful in the love that we give. We realize our own importance. So that call or that smile or that forgiveness that you can give yourself in the own, in your own mirror or you can give another is important. So we're opening to this very deeply, very completely. You know, beyond any words I say, our joining together really is our joining together for heaven on earth, for your heaven on earth, for mine, for those who will never ever even hear of this prayer call, for everyone who has uh, had any complications from COVID-19. You know, I want to pray for everyone in hospitals everywhere, the essential workers, the physicians, the nurses, the technicians, as well as the patients, the families. We're just together. Let us know wellness. Let us know wellness for all. And may love and peace and joy be that which spreads and transmits. Love, peace, calm, joy. This is what I claim through the power of prayer. Grateful and thankful for your agreement. Let us let it be. Let's let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 Again, deep, deep, deep appreciation and thanks. I'm going to unmute everyone so we can say blessings. Have a beautiful week. Whatever you want to say, one, two, three, we're all unmuted. So long. Thank you, Angela. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.